This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem. As we continue on our journey in the Lamed Tes Malachis, we are doing Malacha number 19. Oireg Shnei Chutin, weaving two threads. Malacha number 19. And we welcome everybody who's joining us today. And weaving is not one of those malachos that um, are commonly employed. Uh, many people have never even seen a loom. But uh, it's important to know the principles regardless. And some of them apply to instances where a woman may want to braid her hair or um, other such uh, types of activities. So the next step in the process of producing cloth for the curtains of the Mishkan was weaving. Once the vertical warp threads are prepared on the loom, the weaver begins passing the thread perpendicularly, perpendicularly over and under the warp threads to create the cloth. So the threads that went vert, um, horizontally are called the weft or the wuft. Okay, so the vertical threads are called the chassis and the horizontal threads are called the erev. Now, says the Rambam. The Rambam says in Hilcha Shabbos, Parakhtes, Halacha Yerches, Halacha Yudzayin, the Rambam says, Derech HaOrgin, it is the manner of weavers, Shemoyzchin HaChutin Tchila, that first they stretch the thread, Ba'erech to the length of the size of the cloth that they're looking for, Uvarachva and its width, Ushnayim Oichzen Zeh, Mikan Vezemikan, two of them are holding on to the cloth, one guy on one side, one on the other. And as they're stretching out the cloth, somebody's hitting the cloth, and they're fixing it, one on the side of the other, until the whole area is filled up with the warp. The warp is the vertical threads, without the erev, without the weft or the wuf. Now, the stretching out of the threads, organ, the way weavers do, he hansachas hamasachas is the mounting of the threads. mesach. The one who mounts the threads is called he set the warp. and when he bends it, hashasi and he begins to put the woof between the warp. Nikra Oireg, that's called weaving. So in other words, the first thing you have is the shasi, and the shasi is the vertical, and then you put in the Erev, which is the horizontal. Fine. The Rambam then says, One who weaves two threads, a width of two fingers is Chayev. Bein Sha'arag and Betchilo, whether you wove it in the beginning, Bein Sha'imixas Abeged Arog, Varagala Arog, and or even if let's say part of the garment was already woven and you merely add on to it, chutin, <coughs> the shear is two threads. arag If let's say you wove one thread, the habeged, and that was in other words, let's say the, the garment was ninety nine point nine percent complete and you're only missing one thread. So even though the Rambam says you're only chayef for weaving if you weave two threads. However, if it's the final thread that's missing, you would be chayev. Halamaza, doyme, what is it similar to? La'oyreg tzil katan. One who weaves a thin belt, 
the roichav shloisha batinirin, the width of three frames. Okay, and then the Rambam says a told of the malach is one who straightens the threads or separates them during the process is a tolda of weaving or one who braids hair. That's a derivative of weaving. We're going to see what kind of hair we're talking about. Uh, perhaps it's only hair that's not attached to the head. And the minimum amount, which you high for braiding, is two finger breaths long. Fine. There are no Yisurei Drabanan uh, associated with this. Now, let's define what is the minimum uh, amount of threads you need to weave in order to be chayev. Okay, let's see who's on the share today. Anyone want to offer their opinion? Take a guess. How many threads do you need to be chayev? Two. Rabbi Baruch in Faris Hill says two. What do you say, Alan? You look like you want to have... Alan says one. Okay. The answer is you're all right. It depends. And that is, Rabbi Lezer says that if you weave three threads in the beginning of a garment, you're chayev. One, if you weave one, which is an additional one to part of a garment, you're chayev. So Lezer says for starters, it has to be three. To, in addition to what was already there, one. And the Chachamim say it doesn't matter if it's starters, if it's finishers, it's two threads, you're chayev. Now, who do we paskin like? We just read the Raman paskins like the Chachamim, that regard whether you're weaving in the beginning or you're adding on to something that was already woven, the Rambam says you're chay for two. That's why the Rambam says, V'chein ha'oireg shnei chutin b'roichav shtei atzvois chayv, one who weaves two threads, a width of two fingers, you're chayv, b'en sha'argam b'tchila, whether you wove them in the beginning, b'en sha'ay miktsas ha'beged arog, if part of the garment was woven, v'arag al ha'arog, or you added to it, it's two threads. Now, um... The Rambam adds one thing, that if it's the final thread of the garment, then you'd be chayev even for one thread, like Alan said. Now, let's talk about this shear that we're paskining like, that it's a minimum of two. What is the logic of that, that a minimum, you're chayev for a minimum of two threads? I mean, a garment has hundreds, if not thousands of threads. What exactly are you accomplishing by adding two threads? So Yeshua Yaakov says... By adding two threads, you're giving great benefit to the body of the woven fabric because you, this is a solid foundation to continue weaving. And if you add two weft threads, you've strengthened all the warp threads. Fine. Then the Gemara in Shabbos says as follows. That if somebody writes one letter and he finishes the Sefer Torah, or if one threads one thread... He weaves one thread, then and he finishes the garment Yerchayev. So who does this go like? So Rava says, Rava Barav Huna says, it's Rabbi Lazar who says that if you add one thread to something that was already woven, Yerchayev. However, Ravashi says this even goes like the Chachamim. Granted, the Chachamim say you're only Chayev if you weave two threads, but that's in um, somewhere in the middle of the garment. But if it's the final, final thread, then even if you just weave one thread, you are going to be chayev. Now, here's an interesting uh, point of Eon. So we're saying that everybody would agree that if you just weave one thread and it's the final thread of the garment, you're chayev. Are you chayev for weaving? Or maybe you're not chayev for weaving, you're chayev for makeh patish. 
the final blow of a garment? Are you chay for weaving or are you chay for makav patash? So the Me'iri says if you write one letter and you finish a sefer or you weave one thread and you finish a garment, you're chayiv because anytime it's the final blow, then it's, uh, it's considered like two. So the Sasema says that the, the implication is that what are you chayiv for? You're chayiv of, for makabapatish. You're chayiv for making the garment. Now in that case, even if you didn't write one letter, or even if you didn't sew a weave one thread, even if it's half a letter or half a thread, if you completed the sefer or you completed the garment, you're chayev for makeb apatish. You're not chayev for weaving or writing. You're chayev for completing. So if you're completing, even if it's not one, even if it's a half. However, the Me'iri writes that when you write a letter, it's considered writing. So it seems that you're chayev for writing, and in that case it's only if it's a complete letter, and you're chayev for weaving, and in that case it's only if it's a complete thread. Now, let's talk about braiding strands of hair. Is braiding strands... Raise your hand if you braid strands of hair. Alright, so we have men here. They don't even know what braiding is. Braiding, you take uh, basically... Um, three threads or more, and you interweave it. So there's no... Rabbaruch, I knew I could count on you. Where are you? Right here. You were in the beginning. You're going from the beginning to the end. That was, that was a good trick. Okay. But, <coughs> ponytail. Right, so you take basically, uh, you have three threads. You go one. You, you take the one that's all the way on one extreme, and you put it over the one next to it, and then you take the one that's on the other extreme, you put on the one next to that, and you go back and forth and back and forth. So it's not, a, it's not perpendicular, but it's something like weaving. The Rambam says that it's a told of weaving. The Rambam says, V'chen ha-koyleya one who braids strands of here, this is a derivative of the malacha of weaving. And the minimum amount that you're chayef for is two fingers breaths. The Mishnah in the Sechta Shabbos on Daf Tzadi Daonamabez discusses a woman braiding her hair on Shabbos. And the Mishnah says, V'chein ha-goydelas, if a woman braids her hair. Or ha-koycheles, if she paints her eyes. V'chein ha-poykeses, or if she applies blush. Rebeleza is mechaev. And the Chacham say it's a drabanan. Someone uh, talking? Somebody want something? I'm muting because I'm um, just. Oh, that's true. Right, 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 right. I, I don't, uh, Baruch, you don't mean a ponytail. You mean braids in the back of there. Ponytail, you're not doing anything really, right? You're just putting a rubber band around uh, your. Bunching up the hair and you're putting a rubber band around it. So, why is painting the eyes considered breaking them? It's not. It's just, these are a bunch of uh, different activities that women do. Rebbe Lezer says, Yechayev. And the Chachamim say, it's only a Durabana. It's not. It's not a Durabana. It's not. What? I thought we were talking about breaking, so you're saying they're Chayev. They're Chayev for what then? 
we're not, what are you chay for? I don't know, uh, it's maybe painting, maybe coloring, maybe dyeing. But we're, we're just going to focus on uh, the braiding. So the Gemara discusses, why, what are you chay for braiding, painting, and uh, um, blushing? Goideles, the Gemara says, Misha Mayregis. Goideles, you're chay for weaving. So, Amr Rabbanag, Hamed Rabbi Avo, Vichidarch, Ariga Bakach. What do you mean you're chay for weaving? Is it the darch to weave by braiding? Ela Amr Rabbi Avo, Ladidi, Mifarshali, Mimnaid, Rabbi Yisrochanina, Goideles, Upaikasas, braiding her hair or applying blush, you're chay for building. So the Gemara says you're chayiv for braiding your hair. One's hair, you're chayiv for building. Says Toysvis, what's the Gemara asking? Is it the derech to braid that way? We know that braiding strands of hair is weaving. So we see that braiding hair is weaving. Stri- braiding, the Gemara said earlier, braiding strands of hair is weaving. So why is the Gemara asking that how could you say braiding one's hair is weaving? It's not the derech to, to braid that way. It's not the derech to weave that way. Says Toysus. Here we're talking about a woman's hair. You don't weave a woman's hair like you weave a garment. Also here it's going, here in this case, it's going to be undone. It's going to be un, um, woven, and therefore it's oimedas lestira, you're not chayef for weaving. So basically, Toysus is coming out that weaving the hair of a woman, uh, weaving a person's hair, braiding a person's hair, is not weaving. It's only building. So, the Shulchan explains, you're not allowed to braid a woman's hair. Says the Mishnah you know why? Look in the Mishnah the top right hand page of page 6. Bine kolzeh b'mechubar. It's only braid, it's only weaving if the hair is attached to the head. But someone who braids a shaitl, Now, so basically braiding hair that's attached to the head is building. Braiding hair of a shaitl is weaving. Even though, what do you mean, the Taisva said that it's eventually going to come out? Okay, so here is the sort of the uh, practical, uh, I wouldn't call this one so practical, but really trying to get to the essence of the Malacha. Basically, we have two things. Let's see who we got today. We have weaving. And weaving, you're taking threads, you're passing the web threads through the warp threads, and you're creating fabric. And that's the malacha of weaving. And then you have the malacha of sewing, refers to taking two different materials and attaching them together, stitching them together. What about embroidery? What's embroidery? Embroidery is basically, it's not weaving, you're not creating fabric. It's not sewing, you're not attaching two fabrics together. Embroidery is creating a a design on something that's already a fabric. Let's say you bought a $5 shirt in uh, China. 
I should I take that back. You bought a cheap shirt for five cents in China. But, uh, you know, you're not going to be anybody where you live, so you want to have somebody embroider onto your clothing a nice emblem or insignia of a designer company. And this way, you know, people will give you some respect. You'll put a polo symbol or one of these other nonsensical simonim on the shirt to indicate that you didn't pay $5, which even that would have been overpaying for what it cost to make this shirt. You paid $59 on sale for that shirt. It's, what is embroidery? Is embroidery weaving? Uh, weaving, I'm not creating fabric by attaching the warp and the weft. Oh, is it sewing? I'm not... Um, I'm not attaching two fabrics together. So what exactly is embroidery? Is it weaving? Is it sewing? So in your holy booklets, he brings that there are, uh, from they say from Mincha Nechayna, that there are many malachas that fall under the category of weaving. So, Bechlal Oysa Malacha Kleasar, including the malacha of braiding here, L'Shem Asiyas Tzama, is braiding here into a braid, Srigas Puzmekais, making socks, Garbayim, or stockings or socks, or tikkunim, or fixing them, avoidos rikma lamina, or embroidery. So included in weaving is embroidery. The Mincha Nechayna says that regarding the Malach of unraveling, that the Malach includes separating and unstitching a piece of woven fabric, or removing embroidery. So embroidery, according to the Mincha Nechayna, is part of weaving. Interesting. Even though, as we said, it doesn't really meet the bill of weaving. I mean, would you say it's weaving? It's not really weaving. You're not creating fabric. And you're not producing fabric. Is that an important part of weaving? Comes the Rambam. The Rambam says that braiding goat here is weaving. He says, Comes the Primagodim, and the Primagodim asks, but the Ramam says that if you twist threads to make rope, it's not weaving, it's tying. So we got to steer on the Rambam. The Rambam says if you braid strands of hair, it's weaving, and the Rambam else says if you twist thread to make rope, it's tying. Comes the Primagodim, and the Primagodim says the answer to this question is that when you twist, fine thread, that's weaving. And that's the derech avariga. But if it's thicker threads, that is not weaving, that's tying. So it depends on the relative thickness of the thread. If it's fine and you twist it, it's weaving. If it's thicker, it's tying. Archashulchan makes the same, same distinction. The Archashulchan says... Another similar question. He says, twisting and twining is not shaykh on thicker ropes. It's only shaykh by chut and dakim. And therefore it's not tying. Now, ultimately, 
they asked Reb Chaim Knievsky, in his opinion, what would he consider embroidery? And Reb Chaim Knievsky said, it should be weaving. But some wanted to challenge and say, no, it's how could embroidery be weaving? And the question was raised from a Gemara in Yuma Ayin Beis and Beis. Listen to this Gemara. The Gemara says, Masse Roike Masse Choyshe. They say the Mishkan's curtains were the work of an embroiderer and the work of a designer. Amr Lazar, Sharoik Mim Bemakam Shechoshvin. They embroidered the area they designed. Tana Mishmeder of Nechemia, Roike Masse Machmachar. Embroidery is needlework. And therefore, it's uh, the same on both sides. The fikach parts of echad, choyshev design is ma'isa oireg lefikach shnei partsufais. So the Gemara says there's something called roikem embroidery, and there's something called oireg weaving. So clearly, embroidery is not weaving. No, isn't that a good proof? Doesn't that say black and white that embroidery and weaving are different? What do you say, Reb Nassim? It looks like you have some extra time on your hands. <laughs> Maybe you want to embroider something. Maybe you want to weave something. But this Gemara, no thanks. Okay. <coughs> what? Yeah, but I, I think the point that they're making to Reb Chaim is the Gemara says there's Masei Roikim and Masei Choyshev. Masei Roikim is one part of and Masech Choyshev is Oireg and Shnei's part Sufay. So that means there's embroidery and there's uh, weaving. So Reb Chaim said very simple that uh, the Gemara considers embroidery Machat and not weaving. But that's uh, in terms of its skill. But in terms of how you label it for Yisurei Shabbos, Reb Chaim says it would, be, it would fall under the umbrella category of weaving. However, in the sheets over here, he brings down from the Sefer Taras HaMalachos and the opinion of Rav Nissim Karelitz and Rav Meir Bronsdorfer that embroidery is not weaving, but rather sewing, even though we said it's not really sewing. Sewing is when you have two pieces of fabric and you stitch them together. So basically, your embroidery, you can't embroider on Shabbos. If you thought, it's a long Shabbos day, I'm bored, and I finally figured out what to do, because Oireg is... Uh, creating fabric, and Teufer is attaching to fabrics. And you say, now's my chance to embroider. I could spend my whole Shabbos embroidering. And uh, basically, you want to give a lumdus based on the Gemara and Yuma and Bays that weaving is different than embroidery. So Reb Chaim would say, no, weaving and Hilcha Shabbos, weaving and embroidering are the same. The Menucha Nechayna says, it is weaving. Reb Yaman Zobar says, it is weaving. But Rav Nissen Karelis and Rav Meir Bronsdorfer say that it is sewing. So either way you can't do it. Why you can't do it, that is uh, up to um, question. Now this might be, this might be our last uh, Shimru until after the summer here in America. We'll see, we'll send out the message. We already did 19 Malachas, we're about halfway through. We started this after Sukkot, so if we continue... In Elul, Bez Hashem uh, will be able to complete, Hashem should give us the Yad to complete it all. I want to wish everybody a wonderful Rosh Chodesh, Chodesh Tammuz, which is, Tammuz is Rosh Tevois, Zman Matan Teirasenu. say, why is it Zman Matan Teirasenu? 
because even though Moshe Rabbeinu got the Luchais on, on Shavuos, but he didn't bring down the Torah until 40 days later, which is in the Chodesh Tammuz. So it's the time of Zman Matan Tarasinu. And then Moshe broke the Luchais, and uh, the Chazal say when Moshe broke the Luchais, it brought Shikcha into the world, and therefore Tammuz also stands for Zichru Tairas Moshe. So may HaKadosh Baruch Hu help us remember everything we learned, and may this month be a true Zman Matan Tarasinu. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and Chodesh Habaleinu Latoiva. Have a great day. Kol Tov. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.